Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, always good to have U.S. Senator Rick Scott on the podcast. We talk about a number of things today, including how to keep our kids safe in school this year in the great state of Florida. Here's that conversation now with Senator Rick Scott. You're up for re-election. I'm just wondering who the Democrats are going to throw at you. There was another Democrat, Florida House Minority Leader, Fentrice Driscoll, who announced that she'll be staying in the Florida legislature. There was a lot of speculation about her. It's a little late in the game here, Senator, and you still have no official opponent. How do you feel about running against air so far? <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure that uh, Chuck Schumer and the Washington Democrats are going to come up with somebody. I mean, they, you know, what they want to do is they, they want to handpick the candidate. They want, they want, you know, they want their perfect candidate. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see who, uh, who wants to run. But you know what I'm, my, my job is to do my job as a U.S. Senator. We won for the best constituent services team. My team did in Florida. That's what they did every day, helping people. We were the best in the country in both the house and the Senate last year. And I'm going to just keep doing my job, keep fighting for Florida families. What I did as governor and what I'm going to keep doing as senator. And, you know, the election will take care of itself. Well, I know you've been traveling around the state as part of your Keeping Our Kids Safe Tour, Senator. And with school opening here in the last few weeks, are you confident? Are you confident, Senator, that Florida schools are doing all they can to keep our kids safe and secure this year? I think we have to keep at it. I mean, we passed historic legislation after the Parkland school shooting. And I want to thank everybody that was part of that, including the Parkland families that made sure that happened. I've got a bill that would add um, trained law enforcement in every uh, public and private school in the country. Um, Congress, I didn't vote for it. The Democrats pushed through legislation and put another 87,000 IRS agents out there. I haven't met anybody that says, let's add more IRS agents, but they would like their schools to be safer. On top of that, we got to get this border secure. We we're losing people over fentanyl, including kids as young as 13 with uh, with fentanyl. And three, we got to really understand social media, especially this AI, better and impact it's having on our kids. And I think parents ought to be way more involved 
and any AI that that that, uh, that any site has AI that's going to impact their kids. So I think we got a lot of work to do to keep our kids safe, and I'm going to keep fighting for it. What are you hearing from Florida parents, Senator? Because what I hear on the open mic most every morning is that, of course, you know, we all want our kids safe and, and secure. That's first and foremost. But they also want them learning the right things here in the state of Florida, reading, writing, arithmetic. Is, is that what you're hearing? What are you hearing from parents out there on the tour? So what they want, they want, they want their kids to be safe and they don't want them indoctrinated. They, 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 they said, look, I want my, my kid to learn reading. I want to learn writing. I want to um, learn math. That's what I want them to learn. We don't. It's my, they're my kids. You know, you know, I'll take them to the church I want to take them to. I'll teach them the other things I want when I want to teach them to them. We don't, you know, we don't need to be having our, our teachers teach them about sex and things like that. So the other thing they're, they're talking about is inflation. Uh, there's, you know, this inflation has really devastated a lot of families. Um, so what I hear is they want, it's, it's really comes down to three things. They want self-sufficiency. It's either a job or inflation. They want their kids to get a great education because that's their future. And they want to be living in a safe neighborhood. That's the things people care about. And they don't want government dictating the rest of their lives. They, they want to be independent. Well, I'm thankful I did not grow up with social media. You are in that same boat as well because it seems like yeah. you, we, we seem to be robbing our kids of their innocence, uh, of their childhood on social media. I know it's a, a great concern of parents as well. How do we keep our children safe from all the nonsense online today? It's difficult. Well, first off, the, it's, it comes up to it comes up to the parent. The parents have to decide these things. They have to decide social media is toxic. You can't be oh, your child says, well, Johnny's got it, so I got to have it. No, you got to say to yourself, it's not good for Johnny, but it's for sure not good for my child. Uh, so we've got to limit uh, our, their access to social media. I think TikTok should be banned. Um, parents, we shouldn't have AI on any uh, website that that a child might have access to unless per- there's parental consent. And websites like Snap, uh, Snapchat that add AI, it's a free site, and if you want to get rid of AI, you have to pay. I want to, I want to stop that from happening. So think about the difference. When Anne and I were raising our daughters, um, you know, they got cell phones when they started driving, um, but you know, they didn't have all these toxic social media apps that were, you know, that were making them feel bad and causing all this, you know, all these problems with their children, the suicide rates, and all the, all the just, you know, the shaming of our kids. So I think we've got to it starts with the parents, but government can limit limit these things and make sure social media does things the right way. Fentanyl is becoming more and more of an issue, especially with kids. The ingredients of this poison is being manufactured in China. Large majority of this poison is uh, being made in Mexico, shipped over the poorest southern border right now. This stuff is all over the place. How do we keep this stuff uh, out of the hands of our kids right now, Senator? Well, it's a, it's a scary thing for a parent. Uh, I remember raising our daughters, and we didn't have fentanyl, but we were worried about drugs. But, but at least the drugs back then uh, were generally not deadly. Uh, so now these fentanyl, just a little bit, uh, is deadly. So, one, we have to secure the border. Uh, we have to secure a border. We just have to stop all these drugs from coming across. We've got to educate our kids every day about the risk of this of these things. Um, so, but it starts with you know securing the border, giving our border patrol agents the uh, the leeway to do their job. I've got a variety of bills that would one secure the border, stop the fentanyl from coming across, help our border tr- patrol agents that want to do it. Uh, make sure our post office is not allowing drugs uh, to come in uh, through the international mail process. So I've got a variety of bills. Uh, but what I don't understand is why Democrats don't care about this. They're killing Democrat kids, too, uh, not just Republican kids. And so but right now I can't get much support out of my Democrat colleagues 
uh, on the crisis of the border or the fentanyl or the human trafficking, uh, you know, or the terrorists coming across or the criminals coming across. I don't get it. The border patrol, border security should not be a partisan issue. Almost everything should not be a partisan issue. We need to start working together to get things done. That's why I did as governor. We work together to make the state a better place. We need to start doing the same thing in Washington, D.C. Senator, I saw where you and a number of other congressmen sent Secretary of State Blinken a letter recently, and you're urging him and the administration to pull out of this agreement that has allowed the U.S. and China to collaborate on science and technology innovations set to expire this month. Do you think that Blinken and the Biden administration will heed your suggestion? I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned. Everything the look, everything the Biden administration does is to support China. Everything they do, they do it all the time. Um, it seems like they must, you know, the Chinese must have something on Biden because he gives in. Like we got a bill passed that we would not buy any more solar panels made with slave labor in China, and Biden waived it. I mean, this I don't, I don't, I don't understand why Biden keeps kowtowing to the Chinese government. But what I tell every American to buy anything made in China. They want to destroy our way of life. They build a military to defeat our military. They want to take away all of our rights. They're not our friends. The people of China seem like wonderful people. The government is despicable. And that government, every time you do anything with anybody in China, that money ends up in the government coffers, and it's, it's there to destroy our way of life. They're destroying our kids through the fentanyl. They want to destroy our military. They do not like our way of life. I saw that the Chinese real estate developer Evergrande, I believe is the name, they fought for bankruptcy in New York City. And there is concern now that the U.S. may bail China and Evergrande out. Is that going to happen, Senator? I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't. But guess what? Wall Street should stop funding uh, economic development in China. They should stop funding projects that help the Chinese military. So when you when you invest in a mutual fund, you should find out, are they investing your dollars that are going to support the Chinese government? If they do, you should sell that mutual fund and get out of it. I mean, the Chinese government wants to destroy your family, your way of life. And so Wall Street has got to say, we're going to stop doing this. And so uh, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep fighting this stuff. If you buy it, by the way, if you buy Chinese stock, they're not complying with general skeptic accounting principles like American companies do. Uh, they, they don't comply with these things. So we don't have any idea if those are real numbers or not. So we've got, to, we've got to make sure that we stop Wall Street from funding Chinese companies. Much appreciation to Senator Rick Scott for the conversation here on the Inez Says Podcast. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.